Welcome to Take a Cue, episode 22. <laughs> Welcome to Take a Cue. I'm Eric Dunno, eighth grade band and jazz band director. And I'm Jen Wise, fourth and fifth grade instrumental music teacher. We're two veteran educators with over 35 years of experience teaching music in New Jersey public schools between the two of us, and we're excited to bring teaching experiences and insights to you. I am so excited, and not just because it's June. Whether you're just starting out in your teaching career or you've been teaching longer than we have, this show will help you grow with new ideas and perspectives about music education and teaching. We hope you'll be just as inspired as we are every time you listen. Before we begin, if you enjoy our podcast, please help us out by doing a few super easy things. First, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Then, make sure you rate the podcast and leave a review. It helps people find our show who haven't yet, and we really appreciate it. If you find that you get a lot out of our episodes, we'd be grateful if you considered becoming a monthly supporter to help us grow the podcast. You can sign up to make a secure monthly payment using the link in our show notes or on our anchor site, anchor.fm slash take a cue. That's all one word. Also, if you have questions or comments about anything you hear on the episode, come and interact with us on social media. We're Take a Cue Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Jen! Eric, it's been a while. I know it's been it's been almost all month. Um, yeah, we yeah. you know for our listeners, we took a month and instead of dividing it up and doing a couple episodes last month, we decided that with everything that's happening at the end of the year, that we would take the first episode of June. That's what yes. it was, and combine it with the second episode of June yep. uh, because we had a lot going on, and we kind of still do, but a lot of the things have come off our plates. So we're excited to get back together mm-hmm. and kind of take a look at the year, mm-hmm. what a year it was. It really was uh, a year. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I'm i hoping that tonight we can kind of like look back a little bit and wrap it up and, and you know, reflect a little bit. And, and I'll, of course, tell you about our um, blockbuster spring concerts and Eric's recital that just happened this past weekend and um, our kiddos recitals and growing and um, you know, what, what our plans are for our ensembles for September. So, um, yes. Yeah. Jen, it is really has been a whirlwind and, uh, I'm kind of curious to hear how your spring concert went. You were dealing with being out because of your injury Mm -hmm. and then coming back and jumping right into the concert season. How did everything go? Uh, you know, it, it went pretty well. We, 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 I'm not surprised. Listen, we pulled it off. (laughs) Uh, we ended up doing all the music we said we would do and a little more, which I'll tell you about in a second, um, over at Riker Hill. Um, but yeah, it was funny, you know, like thinking back about both of my spring concerts and both of my schools for the bands, I programmed the same music and I don't always do that because they're, they're not always the same ensemble. But oh, between we, each school, you mean? Between each school. Okay. So I, I did the same pieces with both of my fourth and fifth grade bands. Um, they each have about uh, between like 65 and 80 um, okay. members. So on the stage and, um, the band that rehearses on Tuesdays, uh, like learn, like they both learn so much from the music, but it was just amazing to see, like, even with the same amount of rehearsal time with the same 
teacher <laughs> with the same, you know, uh, like ideas about the music. Uh, they came out with two completely different results. And I don't always get recordings of both like concerts so I can hear them side by side. But I was like, wow, they have such a different sound. Yeah, that's really interesting. You know, I mean, if you if you're not doing the same music with this, each group, yeah. it might be a little more difficult to compare the two. Yeah. So that really gives you some interesting insight. Any ideas as to why maybe different groups sound differently? Uh, you know, I, I'm 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 starting to reflect and make some notes for myself. Uh, the one school um, that didn't have as polished of a performance. Mm-hmm. We do our lessons in the gym. Um, and uh, I think that has a lot to do with it. I don't think they hear themselves as well as the other group. I don't think um, uh, I just, it just, I don't know. It's just a different vibe. The other group has uh, like a, an instrumental room with a, you know, smart TV and the whole thing. And I can, you know, um, project things and I have a whiteboard to write on and all that. So um it's just uh, where they where they rehearse and do lessons is, is very different. Um, so I'm I'm wondering if one setup is is just better because I didn't say this explicitly, but like one group learned a lot from the music, but just didn't achieve as much. <laughs> so um, and I I just okay. I'm starting to really think like okay you know what is it is it uh, you know is it the I have to start to think it's the space because I'm presenting most of the material in both places in the same way. Um, but I, yeah, I'm starting to think that having lessons in the gym is, is not as good for their listening as, um, as having it in a small room, um, you know, where we can really hear each other and, um, you know, that, the, so yeah, I, I'm not sure. So we'll check back on that in, in September and, and see, you know, where we're at because, uh, it was, yeah, but I'm glad they were they were successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kids played well. I know you were a little nervous getting back in when you had to be I away was. for a little bit. Yeah. So and Star Wars was a hit. Um, yeah, really, it really was. They they went they went nuts for that one. So yeah, I'm not surprised was, about that. The kids love that. Even yeah. my daughter, who's never seen Star Wars, knows what Star Wars music I know. is. I know it, it's really it's really good. So, how did your concert go? I like I heard great reviews from from community members and everything. And um, oh, thanks. I, I'm I thought it went pretty well. I was mm-hmm. happy overall with how the kids played. I think there were a few things, as always, that we rehearsed that didn't quite happened at the same level as one might have hoped, you know, mm-hmm. at the rehearsals. But but overall, I was very happy with, with how they played. I um, was able to give out our end-of-the-year awards uh, to our students. We always give out an award for band, uh, an award for jazz band, mm-hmm. and an award for – we call I, I started this one back, I don't know, in 2018 or 2017 mm-hmm. called the Spiritoso Award, okay. which is like an esprit du corps kind of yeah. award for a student who just is like the biggest cheerleader for band and, mm-hmm. you know, has the best attitude and, oh, and all cool. of that. And it, it, you know, some years it's really easy to figure out, you know, which kid mm-hmm. is going to get each award. And this year it was kind of difficult, not because I didn't have any kids who were worthy. I had, I had a whole bunch of kids who, who were worthy and it was really difficult to kind of pin it down. So I actually ended up giving out two of each mm-hmm. um, because we just had a, a bunch of really, really, uh, you know, really good superstars this year. And there wow. were definitely kids who could have also, um, you know, or achieved those awards who, uh, who didn't, but you know, we can't give them to everybody. Sure. Yeah. So that's always a nice, uh, fun thing. 
We have plaques on the walls uh, at Heritage and in, in the hallway by the band office. And their names are up there. They go all the way back to like the early 90s. Wow. Um, that's some of cool. them, not the Spiritoso, but the band and the jazz mm-hmm. band awards, which are really cool. Yeah, that's neat. Is your name up there from when you were in middle school? It is not. Oh. Greg Weinstein's name is there. Oh. he was like an all eastern trombonist when we were in high school (laughs) totally deserving (laughs) no it's uh it's it's really it's cool to see that and i know that i have you know older siblings come back and see the concert and then go check out their play you know their name on the plaques in the hallway or if they're coming back to visit at the end of the school year they go over and get to see their names and Mm -hmm. i think it's really neat to walk by and see that like hey yeah my name's on the list but how many names are there before me Right. How many years does this go? How many decades does this go back? See, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really, really good thing. And I'm glad that my predecessor did it and kept up with it. And then that I've been able to continue doing doing that. Uh, More about your concert. (laughs) So at the concert, we, we, you know, we did, um, our, our student teacher, Martin, was excellent, and the kids like cheered louder for him than anybody in the entire <laughs> concert. Like they screamed when you know when we introduced him, and you know, said, Brendan gave him a nice big send, a big you know send off and thank you, and you know, and and talked to the audience about uh, Martin, and the mm-hmm. kids really loved to, having him there, and he kind of played in every group and conducted every group, or you know, worked with every group in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so his march went very well. Um, Carol uh, would be proud, Carol yeah. Britton Chambers, who we yep. had on um, a little while ago here oh, on the good. episode. Uh, she was on episode 10. And we also played Christina Huss, Bamboo Warrior, which I think I talked about, which uses like taiko drums and, cool. uh, you know, it's Southeast Asian influenced after her own heritage. And the kids played that really well. Uh, then we had the paper. We had Paper Cut. Paper Cut was really cool. It's a, an electroacoustic piece with paper. And with instruments, I think we talked about that one too. Mm-hmm. It went well, but it's really tough to play with kids because they can't hear the tempo from mm-hmm. the recording. I have to have it in my headphones with a click track while I'm conducting them. And I just have to like cross my fingers and hope that they actually follow what you're um, doing to the yeah. beat. The playing is very good. They always are right on with, with the, the beat while playing with their instruments. Mm-hmm. But when they have to do the paper stuff and they're doing rhythmic things with their paper, like they're like, you know, pulling it and snapping it and yeah. like crumpling it and tapping it. Um, they like to rush that and they rushed it a lot in the concert, mm-hmm. but you know, it's a very like a rhythmic part of the piece okay. a lot of the time. So sure. like it, it eventually does line up. She wrote it in a way where you can like recover and it's really not that noticeable Okay, uh, to the audience. That's good. So trying to figure out all the the tech to get that together was, was, Interesting, but we made it. We finally got it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big, big help to our tech department and to Brendan uh, for kind of all. We all kind of worked together to make it work. Mm-hmm. And uh, jazz band played very well. Super happy with the jazz band. When I listened back to the recording, it was hard to believe that these guys aren't like a high school group. Cool. Um, I get to, uh, you know, we have two jazz bands, so which are both made up of seventh and eighth graders who audition. Um, and I get the group that maybe is, you know, can take a little more challenging, uh, repertoire and, um, and yeah, they really, they really played good, which oh, was great. Awesome. 
Yeah, yeah it was nice. Which pieces like, did you take to a festival? Because you did a festival uh, this month also. Yes, yes. That Our concert was back in, in May, and then we had our festival on June 1st. And, uh, and that's in Allentown, Pennsylvania, near Dorney Park. Mm-hmm. And we brought the Bamboo Warrior. Uh, mm-hmm. from this concert, which was the Christina Huss tune, uh, which is always fun bringing a tune to festival that the judges may not have heard before. Um, so they get to learn it along with the kids. That's great. Uh, which, which is kind of cool. Uh, and then we also did the full three movement tutor sketches uh, by William Owens. We did the first two movements at our first concert, and then we added the third for our festival. And I thought it went as well as one could hope. It's a tough piece. Mm. There are some very, very exposed moments in the piece where there's only three or four kids playing. And, um, you know, and, it, and they, did a, they did an admirable job. Good. Going out there and playing, it's a giant, like, huge mega church um, auditorium with mm-hmm. great acoustics for, like, voices. Right. Uh, but when you get a band in there, it gets loud. Yeah. And the percussion are against this, like, hard wall in the back of the the stage area, and then it just shoots out everything. So everything they play is really loud and echoey. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's it's interesting to have to sort of – tweak on the fly to make sure that you're playing to the acoustics of the room, which is something that, I mean, they're eighth graders. <laughs> right. This is not something That's that they're, not, they're used to doing. Yeah. They don't have to do that all the time. Like the rest of us, you know? Yeah. So. Um, so that was something to get used to. And, you know, we played, I've played there a bunch, so I'm kind of used to the way it sounds. We get to hear a couple other groups from some other schools oh, good. Um, that I hadn't heard of before. And they mm-hmm. were, uh, they were great. There was a sixth, seventh, and eighth grade band there that probably had 150 kids on that stage. Wow. 20 plus percussionists. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they rehearse them all. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. That's cool, uh, though. Yeah, that no, was nice. It was a nice day, and we had a great day in the park. It was a success. I was very happy to get back and not have left anybody at the park. Mm, uh, good no, for always, you. Always yeah, a good thing not to leave kids behind. Yep. No, that's good. And I, uh, that was the day of my concert, so I couldn't join you guys this year. So, right. Yeah. Yes. We usually bring Jen and Jim and Mike and, you know, a whole bunch of teachers from the other schools, but this year it just didn't end up happening, uh, mm-hmm. because of, well, the schedule of the, the concerts. It is, it is what it is, though we yeah. missed you, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a nice day out in the sun with the band. But then we so. got to do our instrument demos. We I get to did. play for your kids. I that know. was so much fun. My future kids. <laughs> that's right. Well, I mean, like, you know them. I mean, or they know you. Yeah, they know. Schools. That's the weird thing. They all know me and I don't, I don't know them at all yet, but I'm getting to know them because we did our demos last week and everybody, uh, we brought how many teachers with us? Six, seven, seven. Yeah, seven, seven teachers from around the district, and we we all went as a as a as a troop to all six elementary schools, and uh, we like professed our love for our own instruments um, in front of third graders all week. So (laughs) it was really fun. Um, And that's, you know, that's how we do it. And it's about an hour long presentation. And we talk about the instruments a lot and then talk a little bit about the program and how to sign up. And Mm -hmm. we do an online sign up here with using Google Forms, which I think is really handy. Um, And it's, you know, simple enough. And it seems like by this point, everybody's pretty much filled out a Google form before so they know how it works and um, and everybody chooses two instruments right so um, it's not just like 
oh, you know, you choose what instrument you want. And, you know, good luck to me who's got to balance the band as it goes. It's like we get to we get to have a little bit of wiggle room because we say you will get one of your two choices, but choose two instruments. Yeah. And it's tough. There's six elementary schools. So, you know, even with a balanced ensemble at each elementary school, that might mean that there's five percussionists in each elementary school, which ends up with 30 in a grade. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so it is tough at the elementary level to even with even to try to balance an ensemble becomes difficult. But, um, you know, the kids, I think the kids really um, took it well this year. I was really impressed. Most of the schools, uh, you know, they were really good listeners. They were excited, but they weren't like over the top bonkers off the walls excited, which is always (laughs) plus when you can actually play for them and they can hear you. Yeah, totally. Um, One year I remember I was doing, I do the oboe demos this year I did clarinet too but in the past I had just done oboe um and um the first year I did the oboes I think I was too exuberant about the oboe you told me like you know get the kids interested so I you know I can really be a little over the top if I need to be Uh and we ended up with like six oboes at a school I think we talked about this oh yeah we did but I know um, um, but I tried to be a little, a little more serious. Yes, about year. the oboe. It's about the oboe. And tricky, and you use all ten fingers and yeah, keys. Yeah, how it's it's a very unique instrument. If you like something that's a little different, if mm-hmm. you like a little bit of a challenge, you mm-hmm. know, you don't want to oversell the oboe. Yes, I have I have uh, one oboe signed up for my schools, which for the size of the ensemble is actually appropriate. So I'm okay. <laughs> eh, we <laughs> need good. a couple more. Yeah, I know. Get some I'll, second choices in there. I was I was gonna say I'll have. Um, I, I'm sure I'll have too many flutes because that's what happens, you know, and I'll, somebody's got to want to play oboe. So, yeah. yeah, it's hard to to push the oboe on somebody that said they wanted to do something else. So yes. I've had good luck having, you know, students switch to oboe from clarinet or flute um, in like sixth grade, you know, but I, I know it's tough to do that as they move forward, but. Uh, yeah, it's always, you know. always ends up, well, not always, but it usually ends up better getting a kid that started there because mm. um, they're kind of used to it and, yeah, yeah. you know, know what it, know what it entails. But hey, anybody yeah. that wants to play the oboe, I'm not going to turn them away. No, no, that's true. And um, Brian on the saxophone. I love Brian on the saxophone. He's like, let me play this beautiful twinkle twinkle for you (laughs) with this beautiful classical sound yeah then he breaks out the glazanov concerto for saxophone (laughs) and they're all like they're like (laughs) i mean it's a gorgeous piece and it was it's you know it's it's impressive not even that oh come on it's it's exciting it's fast it's fast and exciting but Mm -hmm. you know it's uh it's a beautiful melody and uh Uh you know he doesn't even really touch the jazz or the rock side of things because there's already there's always too many saxophones. Yeah, I know. He picks it up and they go, oh, that's a saxophone! And they like freak anyway, you yeah. know, so, yeah. Um, I heard that on a Jason Derulo tune. I'm oh, excited. Oh, yeah, right? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And we will always have enough enough saxophones. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, yeah, it was, it's, it was a really fun week. And I think, I think we got a lot of, you know, a lot of excited people. A lot of excited third graders ready to go for next yeah. year. So, yeah. Well, good. So, so thanks glad, for uh, that. Glad it worked out, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have good instrumentation, and you know, mm-hmm. continue on in the the good stuff that we've been building the last um, however many years. Besides the instrument demos, um, we went to a PD day. Oh, that's right. Yes, we did. Yeah. We had the North Jersey School Music Association mm-hmm. um, Professional Development Day. Yeah, that was a nice yeah. day. It yeah. was. Yeah. I've never been before. This is the first time I've been. They used to do it as a dinner um, and a meeting, and then there was no like professional development mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. And and then a couple of years ago, they started doing it and during the day, 
mm-hmm. like after everybody's concerts are finished. Yeah, and it's it it was pretty successful. Like a, a lot of people said, "Oh, free PD in June when I'm done with everything." Yeah, why not? You know, so yeah. free lunch, sure, let's do it. So, uh, yeah, it has it gets a pretty nice turnout for all disciplines. You know, sure. it was nice to hear from our colleagues. They had separate band, chorus, and orchestra sections, mm-hmm. uh, and diversity and inclusion as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and we got to hear some, from some good, some some uh, great colleagues. We got to hear from I got to hear from Ken Pasek, who yeah. uh, teaches middle school here, but is also like a like a world renowned percussionist, um, and uh, lives actually right around the corner from me, which oh, is kind of cool. Yeah, I taught his son saxophone of all things. Oh, did you? Um, oh, that's but, cool. Yeah. But uh, but Ken's great, and you know, mm-hmm. kind of went over all the basics and maybe not so basics of mm-hmm. all like stick choices, instrument choices, and you know what kind of, what to kind of mallets to use when, and what kind of instruments to go for. It was you know, it was a lot of just really good takeaway information on like how to start, um, you know, or what, what how to get your kids set up mm-hmm. um, in the percussion section. Good and. Um, yeah, who else did we hear from in the morning? From, oh, Julia Balmanis. Yes, um, from uh, uh, Rutgers. Rutgers, the new uh, new conductor at Rutgers. Uh, she was she was so engaging, so fun. She did some uh, conducting exercises with us and um, and uh, Laband 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 mm-hmm. uh, movements. <laughs> we reviewed all that and and you know how it relates to conducting and uh, yeah, it was really uh, really cool. And um, I'm so excited to have her here in New Jersey. I think uh, I think it's a great fit. I hope she, you know, um, is enjoying her her time here because I think, uh, yeah, I think she's great for that that program. This is so cool to have her. Yeah, I want to play in her in her band. Yeah, me too. I know. <laughs> I think it'd like, be I think it'd be a real blast. I think so too. It's like oh maybe. Maybe some grad work. Let's see. What, how, mm-hmm. can, how can we squeeze more in here? <laughs> no, because yeah, there's not uh, enough going on right now. I know, right? Because we don't have a, a, enough going on. But yeah, yeah. So no, but that was that was a really good day. Um, Speaking of having enough going on, you mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to jump in and say it. Okay. The recital is finished. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, tell us everything. Oh, well, it was just, um, it was really a, 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 I don't know why I ever thought it was a good idea to do it, (laughs) but, um, especially in June really. Uh, but it was, it was fun to do. Holy moly. It was, it was, I had a, I had a great time playing and I learned a lot about the pieces and, uh, I haven't given a recital in 13 years. Mm. It was the first time that I've done a recital where I wasn't a student full time. Okay. Um, both I did both my undergrad and grad full time. So there was plenty of time to practice and, uh, and work on that. And now uh, it was like, let's squeeze 20 minutes in here and let's squeeze a half an hour in here and hopefully we'll be able to get the music um, ready for the recital. I was really happy with how it, how it came out. And the, okay. the, um, the people that I played with, uh, Dr. Ann Matlack, who mm-hmm. is the organist and choir director at my church and also runs Harmonium Choral Society. Oh, sure. Um, you know, she was the uh, keyboardist on organ, on piano and on harpsichord. And, uh, and she was brilliant wonderful playing and she had never played any of the music before. So this was all new for her. Oh, okay. And then I also got to play a piece, which is a a song cycle for alto saxophone and soprano voice with my sister, who is a trained opera singer um, from Ithaca and uh, Arizona state. Mm -hmm. 
And so that was really challenging. And it just so happened that the composer of that piece, Lori Laitman, who is well known in the choral world, um, uh, happened to be at the at the concert. And so she was gracious enough to introduce the piece and give us a little background at the, at the recital. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and she was so, so kind uh, to, to come and to meet with us beforehand and uh, you know, and, and see us afterward, which was great. She lives in Washington DC and just happened to be going to the New York Phil. So she stopped by our performance on her way to the New York Phil. That's so great. Um, that sounds like a, a really nice afternoon. Um, it really was. Mm-hmm. It really was. Very happy to play it and very happy that it's done. That there's mm-hmm. some mental <laughs> space left for other things or, or yeah, nothing. It's okay to have space for nothing, right? Yeah, it's, it's right. June. You can you can live with nothing for a little while. Yeah, we can live in that space. That's That works for me. So, yes. No, that's all. Congratulations. That's so Thank great. you. But we're not done with the recitals here in the Dono household. No. Uh, Kate oh, yeah. had her ballet studio recital. She's four. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they did a, a wonderful um, studio recital from age three all the way up to, you know, through high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a lot of fun to see her dancing on stage. And oh, following her, her teaching assistant, who's actually one of the high school kids who, you know, oh, works yeah. in her class. Oh, that's cool. Um and uh, and Maggie has her first recital coming up next weekend or this coming weekend on mm-hmm. Saturday. Okay. And um, yeah, and on so oboe. we get to hear her. Yes, yeah. on oboe. That's right. It's the whole oboe studio. I think it's probably like twenty plus um, students okay. performing. That's okay. that's great. Yeah, um, with accompaniment and okay. uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, so I'm big. super excited for that, her. I'm excited for her too. Is she feeling good about her piece and everything? And uh, she's nervous. Okay. Okay. I She's think I would be too for my first recital. And she wants yeah. everything to be, you know, she wants everything to be just mm-hmm. right. She hasn't done this before, you know, so she doesn't really mm-hmm. quite know what to expect. Um, you know, at she knows, it's funny, on my recital, she knows all the music pretty much as well as I do. Um, uh-huh. Because she just hears me <laughs> play it all the time in the car. And, uh, right. and, you know, one of the pieces that I played in the second half um, mm-hmm. is in five sharps. And I'm very comfortable playing the piece. It's not uh-huh. all that technically demanding. It's other than it's uh-huh. in five sharps. Um, right. And I completely forgot about the key signature for the first measure and played it with no sharps. Okay. And, and she came up to me and she was like, daddy, I know you missed some notes there. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, yes. And you know what happened? I missed the notes and I just kept going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we didn't have to stop. We didn't, there wasn't anybody that went boo in right. the audience or anything like that. You know, it was just, mm-hmm. we kept going. And even people who didn't know the piece probably may not have even noticed. Um, so I think that might've been a good thing for her to see. Okay. About how to, you know, if there is a mistake, how to keep going. Yeah. Right before her recital and every that's, that's pretty cool. So yeah. So I was just actually thinking that after I made the mistake while I was playing and, you know, recovering, I was thinking in my head, this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is okay. This is okay. It's going to be all right. This is a teachable yep. moment for, uh, for Maggie, you know, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. That's really So have good. you done your end of the year evaluation yet? I have. I Hopefully have. it went all, all went well. Oh, I think it did. I really do think it did. Um, I, I, you know, I did my portfolio. Our supervisor was happy to see that it was all in one place and she could just click all the links and access all my, my documents. Um, 
Um, I was really excited to tell her a lot about what we've been talking about on here, but she was mm-hmm. more interested in like, uh, you know, the stuff going on in the classroom as I guess she should be, but uh, I felt the same way, but sorry, go on. Yeah. So, uh, but it, you know, it was, it was good. She asked, you know, um, questions like what, uh, you know, what I felt was a challenge this year and everything. And um you know, I just, I, I talked a little bit about student behavior because it wasn't like normal mm. <laughs> uh, student behavior this year was, was much more of a challenge than it has been in the past. And we, we yes. you know, talked about how, um, you know, we could, uh, I could set things up next year to make it easier and more, you know, like conducive to having everybody, you know, um, not that expectations weren't clear, but having everybody really buy into the the expectations. So, so that was a good conversation to have. And, um, you know, she asked a funny question, like it was, she's like, okay, so you, ha- your portfolio is, has plenty of in here. She's like, but what do you do? Like what? She's like, I know you do a thousand things behind the scenes. Like what, what'd you do this year that I like didn't see? You know, <laughs> she's mm. like, what did, what did, yeah, I was like, okay. And I rattled off a couple, just like, you know, little things like everyday things that, sure. You know. Um, so yeah, but my, my end of the year was, was pretty good. I hadn't had my final like observation by the time we did my end of the year portfolio. So we didn't have all that to talk about, but, um, but my final observation of the year was my spring concert. Um, and it was kind of fun to sit down with my, uh, one of my principals to, and, that isn't a musician. His wife, you know, has uh, played in band and still, still plays the flute and everything. But it was fun to sit down with one of my principals and be like, you know, and like talk about specific students and how we got them more integrated into the ensemble and um, students with special needs, like what we do for them. And, you know, yeah. I, th- I think, I think that was really, um, it was good to look at for, for him to, to look at the lens through the lens at my concert of like, it being a lesson and not just a performance, you know? Sure. So I thought that was cool. Um, nice. yeah. How about you? How, how was your end of the year, um, evaluation and everything? Yeah, I, I think it, it was fine. Uh, you know, I do the same thing as you. I put one Google drive, um, folder together with all of my artifacts, you know, probably have 20, 25 artifacts in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, our supervisor gives us a multi-page thing to fill out and go over and put all the information in five different places in Genesis yeah. and in, you know, so it takes a little time to get that together. But other than that, like it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I too had not had my, I had been observed, but I, I still haven't had the post-conference yet. Oh. Um, so I didn't have the information uh, from that. I actually didn't, I wasn't observed by our supervisor this year. Um, she wasn't on the rotation. Uh, so this was really the first time we had gotten together to talk about the year and all that. So mm-hmm. it was good to you know recap and go over all the good stuff that we've done with Band Day and the podcast and mm-hmm. uh, you know working with technology and all that stuff. I mean, she asked me, "What do you want to do differently next year?" And you know, most years I hear that and I go, "I'm, I think things are going pretty well." Mm-hmm. But, you know, but uh, yeah. this year, honestly, the the one big thing that I know I want to do, I need to do differently next year is just I need to get back into more assessments. Oh. Um, you know, after COVID assessments took a different turn and this year it was kind of just like exciting to get back in and yeah. kind of remember how everything goes, you know, remember how to do this thing mm-hmm. <laughs> again right. after a couple of years of doing it very differently. Yeah. Um, so one thing that sort of fell by the wayside for me were, were some meaningful assessments. I did some this year, but not as many as, as I had in the past. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think that's good for me to make sure that the kids are where I want them to be, but also to encourage them to practice. When we have assessments coming up, I know they're t- most of them I know are taking their instrument home more to be ready for it. Yeah, I, um, I hear and that. I think that's something that could have done better this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, um, I hear that because, like, I know what you mean. This year felt like, oh, this is, this is on paper a normal year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, we, this is kind of you know what it should should be like. And I had two years of kids that I started. I wasn't on maternity leave. We didn't have like, you know, COVID, you know, happening. My own attendance was so inconsistent this year. I had to dip into my sick day bank after my surgery, mm-hmm. which I've never, I mean, I have, I have MS and I've never had to go beyond, you know, the days, um, that are just given for the year. So, um, except for maternity, maternity leave, obviously, but, um, so, I hear you. It's like, okay, now, like, I, I kind of can take that next level, go back to, like you said, some of those assessments and, and start using that a little, a little better. Uh, she did have a lot of questions about how we use smart music and how we use that. And, um, and honestly, in the last year, my students have not been submitting a whole lot of assignments. We've been using it a lot sure. of, as a practice tool. Um, and I'd say, like a good number of my students use it as a practice tool and the ones that use it are more successful. But, um, I think I need to like hold some feet to the fire next year and get everybody on there off more often, you know? So I I agree. I've never used it as an assessment tool, Mm -hmm. um, with any regularity because I just find that it lacks so much. Yeah. When I assess kids, I'm not just, I, I, you know, yeah, notes and rhythms. Okay. Like most of them can do the notes and the rhythms in the lessons. What I want to know is how's their tone? How's mm-hmm. their breathing? How's their articulation? How is their, how are their dynamic contrasts? Like when I assess, those are all the things I'm listening for too. Mm-hmm. I know um, it doesn't really listen to that, but it is good as a practice tool. And that's something I could definitely uh, probably, you know, have them use more this year. We do use as, you know, as accompaniment and mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in that regard, it's useful and, kind of a fun practice tool and yeah, yeah they can certainly use it as an assessment as they're when they're at home to be like hmm, am i getting this rhythm right am i playing these notes right which is fine yeah i mean i i always tell them because there there are a half a dozen ways out there they could record themselves and send mm-hmm. it to you right there's flipgrid they could re- upload a recording to a google folder sure. they could you know th- there are a thousand ways to do it but um I always tell them with smart music, I will go in and listen to it and regrade it because sometimes smart music is not as smart as we think. (laughs) And, uh, and sometimes, you know, it gives you credit for things you're not really doing, you know? So I always, when I set an assignment, I'll, I'll, I set it so that it gives them like pretty much an arbitrary point value. Um, so that it doesn't, you know, it's like, okay, you could be seeing a number like 200, but what's 200 out of? Is yeah. it out of 500? Is it out of a thousand? Like, you don't know. Cause I'm going to go in and regrade it. And then the number I give you will be clear, you know? So, right. um, and, uh, and, but that it's pretty time consuming when you have, you know, um, hundred and something students in each school. And it is, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. So, which is why um, I usually opt more and I have a little bit more time for my lessons. Uh-huh. Um, I have about 10, 10 more minutes per lesson than you guys do, uh, at the elementary level, but I do most of my assessments live in lessons. Yeah. Um, so I get to, you know, I have my rubric out, you know, I've got the information right there. I hear mm-hmm. them play two lines from the book or, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of excerpts from the band music, whatever it happens to be, you know, if it's a scale quiz, then, you know, they play the scales and I have the, you know, the grade book open right there and I've got the, 
the rubric open right there and I can type my little notes as they do it. And it takes half the lesson period and then, you know, and then we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I found the same thing when I did more recordings, it was just taking up so much time, so much time. And, uh, and also, I, you know, it's, it is good because that, you know, when they record it, they can record it over and over again until they get it right, which is otherwise known as practicing. Right. Right. Um, so that's a good thing, mm-hmm. but it just, so it ate up so much time. Yeah. To listen um, to it and grade it. And yeah. I had this conversation with one of our colleagues who, this is her second year in the district. And she, um, you know, she was trying to get Flipgrid off the ground um, alongside sport music. And um, she was just like, she was like, we're testing falls this year where it fell this year in relation to our concert and our final rehearsals and this and that. She's like, after spring break, I was just like cramming concert music. And I'm like, yep. I know me too. Absolutely. I, uh, it's, I said that you can kind of expect that. I said, most of our like, you know, foundation learning is going to happen before spring yes. break. Um, Absolutely. You know, that time between like, uh, President's Day and spring break is like golden time for learning, learning yes. stuff. But after spring break, it's like it's got to sound good now. Um, so, and I also, you know, I think that you know, along the whole technology thing, I I know that when districts go one to one, they really push their you know their supervisors and their teachers to make make use of those devices. Now, I'm not saying that anybody told us to use the devices simply because we had them. No. Um, but I do know that there is a push to do more paperless and to do things, you know, uh, you know, making use of the tools that are out there. And there are some great tools, no question. Like I use Sight Reading Factory and mm-hmm. uh, Rhythm Randomizer yeah. and use Smart Music and stuff like that. But at, at the same time, I feel like the kids get so much tech mm-hmm. in and out of school it's really nice to just have them open up a book right? and just play from the book mm-hmm. or open up the music and play from the music and listen to each other and give that feedback. Or, you know, there will be times certainly when I use Google Forms or, you know, use Schoology, which is our learning management system to be able to grade them and things like that. And, and there's a place for that. But I think it's also okay to be like, you know what, we're actually going to put the tech away. Mm-hmm. We're going to play some music together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, and that's a good thing. So yeah. yeah, sometimes that tech almost becomes like the tail wagging the dog. It's like, how can we use this tech? Mm-hmm. How can we use this tech? Right. When we're really right. thinking like, how can we make music? Mm-hmm. And what technology kind of fits into that? Yeah. What's, what technology supports that? Totally. We could, do pro- we could do a whole episode on like technology needs in the classroom and what yeah. we use and how we Definitely. use it in band. But oh, season two. There, so. you go. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Um, uh, but yeah. So the only other thing that, that was uh, recommended for me was to get more involved in the school mm, outside okay. of the music department. Okay. How do you feel about that? Fine. Okay. because i'm asking because it came up in my um my second evaluation after my my concert as well so that's that's why i'm asking so i i feel fine it's a fine suggestion Mm -hmm. i'll see what i can do okay yeah and uh you know i had actually like put in my my not not directly in my PDP, but like in my own personal goals for myself, um, you know, that school I'm at on Mondays and Tuesdays, mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I, 
when I started at that school, I was only the fifth grade band director. I only taught yeah. the second year students and, and our colleague Jim taught the first year students. And I was like, ah, I'm here once a week. I'll do what I can. And then I leave and I go to the next school, you know? Yeah, and it is probably way more difficult when you're not at the same school every day. Oh my gosh. It's so hard. But now I'm, I teach the first and second year kids. I'm there two days every week. Yep. And I, I feel like I should be a little bit more part of the culture there. So that was in my, in my head as like a personal goal for this year. And I, oh, I didn't scratch the surface. I yeah. think I ate lunch. No, I didn't eat lunch in the teacher's room. I grabbed a muffin twice and stood mm. there and talked to people. I'm, I'm, I'm being real right now. No, <laughs> this I get is, it. This, I mean, uh, because running a whole program in two days uh, for band is is yeah. is a lot, you know. Um, when and, you're out of the school, it's hard to become part of the school community. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know end of the year gathering is this Thursday afternoon after school mm -hmm. and I'm like okay I could like pick my son up and get ready for my day off on Friday because we're you know we're 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 off on Friday um to celebrate Juneteenth and I'm like or I could have a babysitter pick him up and you know he could go home with that person and I could spend a couple hours with my colleagues who I don't really know and I'm like oh I don't I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's just tough. I just, um, you know, and it's tough for me to like justify like, okay, at the end of the year gathering is when I'm going to make those connections and then go away for the summer. And, you know, yeah. um, uh, I just, uh, I'm like, okay, we'll start fresh next year. You know, sure. hey, you know, in our school, I think we've got about 80 staff members uh -huh. uh, in the building every day and yeah. it's very compartmentalized and, uh -huh. you know, nothing happens at the same time. It's not like everybody has lunch at the same time. As a matter of fact, the only people who have lunch at the same time as me are the other specialists. Um, so uh -huh. I don't really get to know the teachers and the other um, subjects through that. Right. Um, but because I'm constantly covering other classes mm -hmm. um, throughout the building, I think I teach in about five or six different rooms throughout the day. Yeah. Um, and every day it changes. I'm constantly meeting people there. Um, uh, you know, hall duty and when yeah. I'm on hall duty and teachers are passing by to go make copies and stuff like yeah. I'll say hi and we'll chat for a little bit or, uh -huh. you know, it's weird. I, I look at some of the teachers and I'm like, how did we actually get to know each other? Because I never... <laughs> actually have any reason to run into any right. of these people right you know our yeah. the music wing is is a separate part of the building mm -hmm. um on one side away from most of the other classrooms so yeah. it's really it's tough to make those connections it really it is yeah totally i get it and then at the end of the day like okay yeah okay the day's done but it's not like there's a whole lot going on i mean by the end of the you know by you know, at a certain point, everybody's gone anyway. I know. So, yeah. you know, it's tough to to make those connections and you really have to try. Like yeah. you said, eating in the teacher's lounge. Nobody eats in the teacher's lounge, my period. Uh-uh. No. Because everybody else is teaching. <laughs> I know. It's true. My my lunch starts like 20 minutes before everybody else's. And, yeah. you know, and that's, yeah. So, oh, I know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, so, get more involved in the school. Yeah. That's, that, that's just going to leave it there. Okay. So Jen, we had a really fun first season. We really of our did. Here. Oh my gosh. I know. We we made some really good memories and yeah. uh we worked yeah. really hard to stay with it, to mm -hmm. stick to our schedule and to make <clears throat> things happen, even yeah. when it wasn't the most convenient timing wise. Totally. We hopped on um on here and, and made it happen. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, part of my PDP last for this year was, you know, do more, have be more introspective, mm-hmm. <laughs> take time to think about teaching and boy, have we. Oh yeah. <laughs> Big t- I mean, 20, 22 episodes worth. So, <laughs> so I want to hear about your favorite moments of the okay. year, but before we do that, I want to just kind of go over what appears to be some of our listeners favorite moments oh, of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I have access to all the data on oh, my end. Cool. I can see what people really like to listen to. And, I want to know. Uh, can, Congratulations, Jen. Uh, the most listened to episode out of our 21 episodes this okay. year has been number one with Jen Episode Wise. one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh, that makes me so sad because I'm like, oh, they all listened to me and then they went. And <laughs> and <laughs> well, hardly. Tuned, uh, yeah. Um, because right on your heels <laughs> is episode number four uh, okay. with Lou Kelly to catch a killer marching band. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yep. That was a great episode. Uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back there. Mm-hmm. Take a listen to Lou. He talks about mm-hmm. all the cool things that he does with his very competitive marching band here in Northern New Jersey in yep. West Orange. Yep. That was a that was a good one. And we got a lot of uh we got a lot of good insights into into Lou's program. That was neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then number three, a little bit farther behind that, but okay. not much, was number two, which was my episode. Oh, so I guess people episode. didn't didn't mind hearing from me either. There you go. Okay. I like it. <laughs> cool. So um, what are some moments, Jen, that you uh, you think about of, of this year as things that have stood out to you? Oh, I'm, you know, some moments I really enjoyed um, getting to connect with CJ this mm. year. I thought that was so fun um, having, having CJ on and then um, I actually got to hear her ensemble at the NJMEA conference. Um, oh, that's great. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that, I think that was, that was a, a highlight for, for me that we had, we were able to, to get her on here this year and hear about her college experience and track, you know, what she's been up to. So um, I, I hope think we, we get... plan to do that more in our second season as totally, well. Totally. Yep, to keep having yeah. her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would yep. love that. So um, if yeah. our listeners didn't, didn't hear it, you can check out the first episode that CJ joined us was episode nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and CJ has been back a few times on different episodes too. So definitely want to go back and check those out. Yeah. And um, yeah. And uh, I, I think out of all the episodes, maybe 15 um, with uh, CJ. It was like a Freestyle Friday with CJ on it. Mm. Um, that, I think that was one of my favorite episodes. That was really fun. Um, and I just I just really enjoyed, you know, hearing her talk about what she's up to and in, in, in school and everything. So and we get to answer some of her questions that episode. Uh, that's too. right. I think I thought that was fun, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, how about you? What are what are some some favorite episodes for you? I really liked some of the guests that we brought on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mentioned it already. Episode four with Lou Kelly. Um, that was one of the few episodes where there might have been more that the audience that our listeners didn't get to hear uh, <laughs> than what they did get to hear because we just had to keep it under, you know, under uh, an hour an and hour. 15. I know. It's uh, true. You know, Lou is great for a long chat and I mm-hmm. always enjoy our time whenever whenever he and I and, uh, and you get together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots of great takeaways, like actionable items in that episode. For oh, our, yeah. Big Martin. time band colleagues out Mm -hmm. there yeah um i really um i really liked our freestyle fridays where we just got sort of kind of take a 
you know, take a look at what the the month was like. Mm-hmm. Yep. I loved getting to hear from Carol Chambers in episode ten. That was nice. That was about really- her experience as uh, you know as an up and coming composer and mm-hmm. now a composer that's uh, more well known in the band world. Yeah, and our I that was that was really uh, it was really great that we got to connect with her and uh, our most recent guest uh, John Leister. Mm. Um, yeah, hearing his perspective on the first you know interview and getting that first job and getting your resume cleaned up and everything um you know a lot of things confirmed for me but a couple of things i was like oh i'm doing that wrong <laughs> you know uh-huh. so that, that was that was nice so yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. every college musician music uh, music ed major or really ne- just any like person going out into the job world <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to like just listen to needs John's to episodes. listen to yeah that, that needs to hear that because yeah, yeah it's uh yeah it makes a difference. Those were 18 and 19. If you're just listening to us the, for the first time, episodes mm-hmm. 18 and 19, there was so much good information. We had to put it into two parts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was back in April. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great to talk with John about yeah. that. That was a long night, but it was totally, totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. I um, loved hearing from your husband, Tom, about his work in a smaller district um, where he kind of is the one man, one man show or yeah. one out of two. I think that's right. Sorry. He's one, one out of two, <laughs> out of two. Uh, people, but he's got the whole band program and mm-hmm. he does some of the general music yeah. and, uh, and getting to hear how he makes it all work mm-hmm. and work really well and integrates everything. Uh, together was really fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Tom's, uh, it was, and he, he threw that together for us, you know, a little behind the scenes in like a day. <laughs> so mm. I forget, I forget what happened, but it was like, Oh, our guest, uh, we need to put this off. So, Hey, Tom, <laughs> come join us, you know, and, and, uh, cause he's, you know, he's, he's really proud of his program. It's, you know, easy to talk about. So well, he has every right to be. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um, Wow. Wow, great stuff! Really good. <laughs> and Jen, year. you know, one of the most one of the most um, you know moving and and personal episodes I think mm-hmm. was the one where where um, I get to talk with you about your teaching with a chronic illness um, for fifteen years. That was episode yeah. number six. Yeah, that was that was cool. Um, yeah, thanks thanks for that because uh, you know there it does you know change how I look at you know my profession. So sure. yeah, that was that was good. You know, um, and I still think about one thing that you said it has nothing to do with uh, music at all. Okay. But I remember you said, like, uh, we were talking about what some of the triggers for your MS are. And you oh. said, you know, somebody could come up, uh, you know, behind me and lay on their horn and that uh-huh. can just make me go like numb. Yeah, totally. Yep. And I still think about that when I'm driving and I come up behind somebody who's not moving as uh-huh. quickly as I might like them to. And yeah. I think about that before I haunt, before I lay on the horn. Oh, thanks. I appreciate, you know, North Jersey appreciates you. I think <laughs> <laughs> I just like count to three. And then every once in a while, it's like, dude, you're on your phone. Beep. <laughs> you know, what else can you do? Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely count to three at a light. So, uh, yeah. um, but what a fun year this was. Were there, were there any more episodes that stick out to you? I mean, I, it was just, they're all really fun. Um, yeah. you know, I, the what's your why episode. Um, I, I feel like it came at a point in our year where we were both getting like, we were in the grind when we mm-hmm. recorded that one. And I went back and listened to it, you know, the other day and I was like, Oh, I hope we really like, cause I, I was thinking about, I don't want to, I don't want to use the B word. I don't want to use the, the, the word 
you know, burnout, <laughs> but I don't, I don't, cause I don't oh. think I'm there. I don't, oh. um, I, I don't think I'm there, but, uh, I did, you know, I, I did go back and listen to it in hopes that like, even though we were, we'll, we'll say in the throes of the most difficult part of the year, um, <laughs> uh, I still feel like we represented our why pretty well. You know, yeah. I thought that was really cool. And I think that speaks, uh, you know, a lot to your just, um, yeah, like your your good heart towards, you know, your students and everything. So, you know, um, yeah, so good, good for us. Even when we're feel we were feeling pretty, you know, we were in the thick of it. I think that's so that episode came out really nice. So, um, yeah. So, Jen, now that we've gotten the year under our belt here, mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. almost gotten the school year done with. Give me a quick rundown. Any summer plans? Um, the beach. TJ's yes. totally a beach bum. We're going to do no, two. Well, I'm not surprised. We- yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to do two weeks at the beach. Uh, not consecutive, but um, I think, yeah, that's the plan. And a couple, you know, beach trips um, thrown in there. We decided not to get like a pool membership. We're just going to just in case you're out there listening, we're going to scab off our friends um, pool memberships. So invite us. We'll be there. We'll join you at your town pool and we'll pay our own guest fee. Like, <laughs> but mm-hmm. we're, we didn't end up joining a pool this year. Um, I would TJ, invite you, Jen, but I don't belong to the pool either. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a, it's a thing. So TJ's going to do lessons with uh, swim lessons with Jim's daughter. Um, she does a lifeguard thing and she's a very accomplished swimmer for, for, um, you know, sophomore in high school. So, um, uh, so she's going to do help TJ get a good start with swimming and, um, you know, yeah, that'll, that'll, that's our, that's pretty much it for the summer. August, I think it'll be pretty quiet. So, um, I'm hoping we can have our traditional, uh, you know, mid band camp, uh, get together at the house here and I'll make you guys dinner after a long day of, of camp nice. and we can hang out. So that's always a good time. Um, yeah, that's that. that I, 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 up. I'm, yeah, I was going to say, I think that needs to be a yearly, a yearly thing. Um, uh, how about you? What, what are you up to this summer? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We got some travel plans heading down to North mm-hmm. Carolina for a bit. And then we're going, mm-hmm. uh, we've got a, we've got a Disney trip planned this summer, which, uh, wow. we haven't done in six years. We went when Maggie okay. was four and now we're going again now that Kate was four and it's super oh, exciting. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something, you know, that we, we're, we're not like the every, every year or twice a year Disney kind of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one, it's super expensive. <laughs> so much. Um, but too, you know, there's other places we want to visit and things we want to do. But yeah, you know, I think it is it is nice that we get to do that um, while Kate's four, and you know, Maggie's looking forward to it too. Especially, we're going to take a day in Universal and do some Harry Potter stuff. Cool. Um, well, that'll be fun. I have to tell you, everybody, uh, at instrument demos, Eric was like, "If you haven't figured it out, I'm the Disney guy." And he played. I just can't wait to be king. He played. Uh, what did you just play in the Hakuna the Matata? Hakuna Prince Matata. Pr- yeah, Prince Ali. He he played some really really good uh, Disney tunes. It was it was fun. So, uh, but I can't compete with Rush E over here. Oh, I, that's right. I played Rush. 
fresh E on the I flute. I still don't oh. know what that is. It's like, <laughs> oh, don't bother. It's like it's it's like E minor arpeggios that the kids are just fascinated with because it's just. Um, I mean, it's, it's truthfully, it's a nice melody. It's like, cute, It right? sounds like it's, something you would like learn in you know your studies on the flute. It does. It's it's like it's like a rubank. It must have been. Yeah, I, I, it really is. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so I played rush E on the flute as part of instrument demos <laughs> alongside you know some more traditional things but, <laughs> but like hot cross buns yeah pretty much i mean no i'm just kidding that was on the okay. bells oh i that's right i <laughs> i i did a i did a, a progression on the bells i started with hot cross buns and we worked our way up yeah. um so but i know uh, you've also got so you're you're planning on uh you know uh tending to the tending to the bar I am. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thursdays uh, at Pompton Craft House. Uh, I'll be there. You can find me there. Um, I worked my first summer shift this past week. It was packed. It was crazy. Um, yeah. And uh, so I'm excited to be there on, on Thursdays uh, this summer. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. Um, and, uh, and if you, uh, you know, on one these days when I when the kids are at camp or whatever, and you you know, you order your, uh, you know, your ride around Northern mm-hmm. New Jersey. I, yeah, I may just pick you up because <laughs> I can't sit still on, uh-huh. I just can't. Right. Um, you know, so sometimes yeah. I'll just turn Uber on and, you know, mm-hmm. go drive some folks for a bit. There you go. That's it. And why you not? Know, if you're looking, if you're a teacher looking for some extra cash in the summer, it's really not, you know, not a terrible way to make a little extra on the side, especially if you're like me and you can't commit to a, full summer job because you're away for a week and back for a week or away for two weeks and you know and all that stuff it's nice you gotta just you know make your own hours and it's that's good do what you gotta do i'm really thankful for that that i'm able to do this and still you know take take some time so yeah yeah um no that's good um come back in september or the end of august um rested and rejuvenated and ready Uh for your number two of taking cue for season two actually that reminds me do you have that present i left with you the other day oh i do okay I think this would be a good moment to open it. I'm supposed to open it on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh it's all for show. Did right, you didn't on. open? Did you open it already? Told me not to open it. I, didn't I know. Open it. I know. I know. So I know. If you're watching on YouTube here, it's a nice pink bag with some music note paper. Here. It's oh. it's a leftover Mother's Day bag. I'm sorry. It's the only one I could get my hands on. But I did pick out I the paper specially. Very so. special. Okay. I, I, all right. Here we go. All right. There's a card. Okay. Okay. There's a card here. And for the people who aren't watching on YouTube, it is a white card. Okay. A white card here. Oh, yeah. And the same thing, the card uh, I found in my desk. I don't know if you all do this. Hot tip. Keep this thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. Thank you. Thank You're you, welcome. Hot tip. Keep thank you notes in your desk drawer. Just in case, because you, I always need a thank you note, and I never remember to write it unless I have one right there. So just keep keep thank you notes in your desk drawer. All right, it says Eric. This is just to help make sure there is a season two. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> just open it up. It's good. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, it's in white tissue paper here. Okay, here it is. Uh, oh, Jen, this is awesome. Uh, you like it? Oh, my gosh. All right, I'm showing it to you. Oh, of course you have one, too. I do. Oh, for our listeners, it is a white mug, and it has on one side our logo, Take a Cue with Eric and Jen. Mm-hmm. And on, and the, on the other, other side, side, it says, Get Out There and Make Great Music. Oh, my gosh. That is so fun, Jen. I'm going <laughs> to... 
cherish this. Thank okay. you. Oh, good. I'm so glad you like it. So thank you. What a nice gift. That was oh. so nice. And no, I did not open it ahead of time. You told oh, me not to, and okay. I follow directions because I'm a teacher. That's right. Thank you. I'm glad you didn't. So I'm glad you <laughs> like it. And you know, cheers. Uh, to, I've been drinking out of it the entire episode, hoping you wouldn't notice. So I have no idea. <laughs> uh-huh. half of your screen is actually covered by my camera. So that's oh, probably okay. Why that's funny. Yeah. And so yeah, this uh, actually uh, I got we got to give a little credit to Tom. Tom was the one that had them made and oh my um, I know he has, he's like he's a total total fan wannabe producer and yeah he's like <laughs> um, I love this. this what a great gift thank isn't you isn't that nice okay good I'm and glad Tom, you like Tom. it thanks to Tom for uh, for making it happen but mm-hmm. uh, yeah thank and you and next season we can we can have our like coordinated mugs when we record and yes. there you go so yeah are you a righty be, mug person or a lefty I, mug um, person I am definitely a righty mug person okay so, I'm a righty too yeah. so when you see me drinking you'll see uh, get out there and make some yeah, make some great music isn't that great oh <laughs> uh, that's so cool um so yeah awesome. that's good um, well jen it's been a great year doing this together totally yeah and, and um yeah like I, like I told our supervisor this year has been the longest two years of my life so <laughs> yeah i hear you it's been uh it's been a, a marathon but a sprint to the finish june went by it's going by really fast so uh, that's yeah. true yeah i do agree uh, yeah. And I think that may have been the title of our last episode. Oh, no, it was limping to the finish. Oops. Well, yeah, was, you know. that was our last one. <laughs> 21 yeah. was the limping to the finish line. Oops. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we'll get there. So, uh, but okay, well, this was good. This was a really good year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, you know, to our listeners, anything you want to hear in season two, we're we're wide open we have some good ideas some nice guests lined up um already for season two um we're definitely going to get into uh some some uh talk about jazz programs some more talk about women in music um Mm. that's on the docket for next year um and you know more about uh you know following through on what we learned this year so um anything else for you that you're ready to bring up for next year uh, I think you said it great, Jen. If okay. any of our listeners really enjoyed what they heard today, and maybe this was your first episode, take the summer and go back and listen to some of the other ones. It's really evergreen information. It's mm-hmm. not information that is uh, you know, good for the month and then it never is applicable again. There's no. some really great info. Totally. And, um, and we worked really hard to, to create some really uh, great resources for you this year Yeah, uh, as you go back through the... Um, through the list. You can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to give us a rating and review. If you give us five stars and a nice review, it helps other people find us that may not have known about us already. Mm -hmm. Um, And another way to do that is just tell people if you really like Take a Cue, make sure you post it on social media, reach out to us, tell your friends, tell your family. Well, mm-hmm. if your family are band directors. Oh, yeah. And definitely follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and, uh, you know, always, we're, we're out there. Consider becoming a monthly supporter uh, using the link in our show notes. Um, you can make a secure uh, secure donation, um, even uh, monthly, uh, <laughs> to, to, to what we're doing. So... Yeah, and we put any money that we do make right back into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd be ever uh, grateful if you did that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, Eric, thanks for inviting uh, me to be your co host uh, on here this year. I think this was an awesome idea and it really changed uh, changed my year. So, likewise, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think I think the year is better because we got to do this together. Totally. A hundred percent. I'm I'm on the on board. So, indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, well, I look forward to checking in with you off 
off the air over yes, the summer and, uh, and we'll be back with more episodes in uh, in September so thanks everybody for listening thank you and, and uh, let's get out there and make great music yes alright <laughs> we'll see you in September <laughs> okay alright have a great summer